You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Scoot Henderson. Dame Lillard has indicated, not behind the scenes, on the record, he does not want to play in a youth movement with a young player in a rebuild. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bets MGM on the BetQL Network. There you have it. There you have it. <laughs> on ESPN, Brian Windhorst talking about Scoot Henderson in the deal there. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Sean Bell, Bill Matz, talking early about the NBA draft, everything going on with the draft and the fallout from the draft. And you heard the fallout. Scoot Henderson gets drafted by the Pulling Trailblazers. Dame Lillard has been faithful. He's been loyal. He's been loyal to a fault. But he did say, I'm not trying to rebuild. I'm trying to win now. I'm 30. I think he's three years old. 33, yeah. I'm trying to win. And what's going to be the fallout from that? Your reaction on, first of all, them drafting Scoot and not trading the pick away to get a player to help Dame and what that means. It's they're in such a tough spot yeah. because it's not as if Dame can do it on his own. And yeah, I guess you could trade that number three pick for help, but is it help that's going to make you better than Phoenix? Better than Denver. Like, are you actually gonna be able to win with what able whatever you're able to cobble together with Dame Lillard who doesn't play all that much anymore. Now, maybe, you know, if he had a little help, if the team was actually in contention, he'd be a little more motivated to get out there. Mm -hmm. I can see that, absolutely. But it's just a tough situation because you feel like they owe it to him. Like, help this dude out. in In a league where he's the best player to have not requested a trade yet. He's the only, he's one of these guys who isn't chasing a ring, isn't just saying, see ya. He's been loyal. You feel like, all right, man, how much time do you have left? Let's try to go for it for you. And you look at it from the organization, like we're not going to be able to get that done. So we have to kind of look towards the future too. So it's probably the smart move to make that pick. But now... You have to go the full way with it. It doesn't sound like Portland's all that interested in trading him. Also, if I was trying to trade Dame Lillard, I would not tell you I was trying to trade Dame Lillard because yeah. it's a little thing called leverage. But now it's what's the best package we can get for the guy? What can make us the best going forward so that when Scoot Henderson is in his prime, we don't repeat this all over again? We can actually get to more than one West Final. We can actually compete for a championship regularly. So... Uh, uh, it would be cool to see a guy who stuck it out get a chance to win where he's been for 11 seasons. I don't think it works for either side, though. I don't think it works. I'm, I'm with you. And the foul thing is they told Dane be patient last year. Then yeah. he said, I'm loyal with y'all. He said, all right, I'm trading away C.J. McCollum. I'm trading away some guys. And by the way, that Portland Trailblazer team about three, year, three years ago, I believe, made it to the Western Conference Finals. I believe, or maybe it was more than three years. I think it was three years. 
made three years at the time. Everything in the last three, six years is the same. Post-COVID, it feels all the same. But made it to the Western Conference Finals, right? And they made it to the Western Conference Finals. I want to say it was 2019, actually. Made it to the Western Conference Finals. And now you're breaking away the pieces instead of adding the pieces. You traded away CJ McCollum. You told Dame, hey, we got you. Dame said, all right, I'm going to believe in the plan. Dame sort of knew this was a year, an in-between year. Yeah. And then you go after that and then the next offseason and say, nah, it's more of an in-between year. It's going to be in-between two, three years since I'm drafting this young cat instead of trying to get, I don't know, Chris Stapps. Obviously, Chris Stapps wouldn't have made them a championship team, but at least something, something. to help Dame out. Hey, is Paul George available, et cetera, et cetera. You don't do that. So now Dame has to be behind the scenes say, all right, we got to work this thing out. I got to go. And, and, and again, Dame's been loyal to a fault. I think it was in just a week ago, right? Portland shut down trade talks. And that's, all right, we're going to shut down trade talks. And that's maybe what made everyone think, oh, are they going to make this pick at three? Yeah. Like, are they, all right, they're going to shut down the talk. Maybe they're looking to move, make something else happen. Now, by doing that and then making the pick, though, don't they kind of take away some of their own leverage? Like You can say all you want. Oh, no, we're not interested in trading him. We know how this league goes. If a guy doesn't want to be somewhere, he can get out. Yeah, He's going to force his way out. And that has to be the situation. Maybe it ends amicably. He's a, he's a dude who has, like you said, been loyal to a fault. So maybe they can just figure this out and he doesn't, you know, put on the fat suit or say my hamstring hurts or whatever sort of tactic to force his way out and they figure something going forward. But there's like no way Damian Lillard's playing for the Portland Trailblazers come nah, the fall, right? Nah. I, and I don't even think he pulls pulls any tactics. I think they get it together they just and say, need, all right, we're, they just we're gonna make this, this trade. Yeah. It's, if they realized drafting at three and going with this youth movement is the right thing to do, the next logical step is we trade our most desirable, most valuable piece. Yeah, yeah, and I think even if they announce and Dame demands a trade, I think they're going to have plenty of leverage just based on the amount of people that are going to want Dame. I mean, this is, this is, you're going to have a solid four or five teams immediately say, we're, we're all in, what can we do? Immediately, because Dame is the type that you can go from the second round, Philadelphia, ah. to being a championship team if you get Dame Dollar. Like, that's just the fact of the matter. So, I, they're, the leverage is going to be fine. They're, they're going to have to trade him, but it's about time is all I say. Yeah. Now, where do you think he'll go is the question. What teams, before we even th- get to where <laughs> we get, what teams, let's, let's look at the teams right now and say, who's going to be in? Who's going to call them right now and say, what can we get? Well, I mean, leading it off with has to be yours, mine, and our Philadelphia 76ers. Philadelphia. I mean, he's he kind of fits what they need now going in on yet another guy who doesn't seem to play all that much anymore. Yeah. Well, that's that's their biggest issue. But you just look at the top couple of seeds on, on either side of the league, and why wouldn't basically everyone be in? Like Golden State, I guess with Chris Paul, they don't – I can't imagine they have any ability to pull off that move at this point. Yeah. Phoenix, okay, they've probably made the moves they're going to make. But outside of that, who's not going to be in? Listen, my, The whole East is going to be in. Miami Heat already said – that's the that's the guy, that's the good that's the guy that we're gonna go for. That's that's the guy that we're gonna try to get it when done. You talk for. about fit, <laughs> like uh, that attitude with yes. him and, and Jimmy. 
Like, there's no better fit in the entire league. The Los Angeles Lakers are going to be the in. The Lakers are absolutely one of the teams. That's going to be. I could see the Clippers being in. Clippers um, could be interesting. I they, just, if you're moving, if you're going to break up Kawhi and PG, I guess you keep around Kawhi and then say we're still going for it, even if you move on from Paul George. To me, it's all or nothing. It's keep PG, keep Kawhi, and try to okay. game. All right. Or sell everybody. All right. Right, but again, I don't think I think Paul George is the only one who ha- who you can get a lot for. I don't think you can get a lot for Kawhi because of the amount he played. Yes, PG has been hurt um, last couple seasons at the end of the season, but he's played a lot more. Yes, Kawhi has yeah. played a donuts or nothing. Yes, you have no idea if Kawhi is going to play or not. Mm-hmm. You got the Timberwolves are going to ask. I mean, just the New York Knicks. The Knicks, were they're the next going one, like. Well, basically, Although, the entire playoff yeah. of the the playoff side of the East. Yeah, why wouldn't Milwaukee you be, you Bucks? Know, like well, everybody. Yeah. Like let, let's let's go. Yeah, Chris try Middleton's a free agent. To get like, this, they could they could probably use some help there. So it's there's going to be some heavy competition, and that's what leads me as bad as I want him in Philly. They've got no assets. They they, they have know. they have Tyrese Maxey. They have Toby's expiring contract. And uh, that's it. Like They made zero draft picks last night. I-, I would very much like to see it. As much as I don't want to move on from a Tyrese Maxey, because he's like the only guy on the team I'm not mad at. Like, mm-hmm. personally mad. Like, yeah, yeah. I, like, they wronged me in some yeah. way. Like, I, I just don't see him as a viable second best player on a championship team. And if we're not trying to squeeze whatever we can out of what's going to be the last few years of Joel and the Joel Embiid era because mm-hmm. he's a ticking time bomb what are they doing then like if it's if not that then start over like but they just have nothing to give why would considering all the teams we just mentioned and i don't know what everyone's asset situation is but i have to believe Teams have more to offer than zero draft picks. Yeah. Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey. And, and let's look at let's look at how other teams have gotten players. Bradley Bill. It was four picks, four oh, pick swaps. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it had to be not only four picks, but also pick swaps, swaps. along with players and some and some bench pieces too. And along with to get a superstar, the 76ers just flat out they don't have any bench stars to hand to no. you. They don't have any. Uh, picks to give to you. At best, they can give you some pick swaps. And why would you want to pick swap for a team with that a, has Joel and B? With a so team that's gonna going to, for it, they're going to yeah. have twenty. Their, their pick is going to be twenty something. So Miami Heat, although now they're like, all right, we got picks, we got pick swaps, we got Tyler Hero, we got you know what I mean, Duncan yes. Robinson, we got some of these undrafted guys who balled out and Max Struess that we can offer for you to already get Dame. So all of a sudden, like, okay, y'all got the things we need. The Sixers, out of all the teams we named, probably have the least. The oh, least yes. they can offer another team in order to get Dame, in order to get Dame Dallas or any other superstar that might come on the market. So, you know, their it's, stock is their stock, and their stock is staying where it is. Yeah, they're they're going to be exactly the same next year, aren't they? <laughs> the Sixers are going to be exactly the same. It's it's going to be. I think I think I think Daryl Morey is the king at. Making a making trades for trade sakes, so something's gonna be different. It just ain't gonna be better, and we're probably not gonna like it. Yeah, it ain't gonna be better. But if you had to, if you had to handicap it, is it? Are the Heat the favorite right now? 
To get Dame, yes, 100%. Because they can offer, again, Tyler Hero. Here's Tyler Hero. Here's uh, Max Struess. Here's uh, three first-rounders and three pick swaps. Oh. That's a lot better than anything that the 76ers can offer. And just the going on the runs that the Heat have, like I don't want to say the uh, like inflated value, but like Max Struess, Tyler Hero, these guys are good, but – because of what they've been able to do in the playoffs now, it's like, oh, remember that we saw those guys on national TV every night for two months. Yeah. Like, you're able to actually, like, apply value to those guys. Like, is it worth it for Dame? Maybe not. But it's the heat. So it's just, oh, well, we're, we'll bring that culture here. And that's uh, why wouldn't we want Scoot Henderson coming up around a bunch of guys who played for Spolstra and played alongside Jimmy. Like, it just kind of works for them on multiple levels. Yeah, multiple levels. Now let's get to Chris Stapps yeah, and Chris Paul. The other two trades that were just... Yeah. I, I predicted Chris Stapps would get traded. I knew he'd get traded as soon as Bradley Beal would get traded. Him mm-hmm. getting traded to the Boston Celtics was the shock. What does that for you... To me, what does that do to you for for the Boston Celtics? I, it seems kind of an odd lateral move to me. I, I don't. Did it? Do you think it made them? Do you think the Boston Celtics are now better? I do. And I just. I do. Maybe I just have this inflated, uh, like just loving Marcus Smart being one of those mm-hmm. guys who you hate him when you play against him. You'd love him if he was on your team. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I just feel a perimeter player isn't what they needed. Like they, I, I just like the the distribution ability of Marcus Smart and just what he brings you on the defensive end. I, I don't know if they got a ton better. Now, if they end up making some more moves and mm-hmm. maybe make the pieces fit a little better, we've already heard a bunch of times, you know, through the grapevine, oh, Jalen Brown might be the odd man out here. Yeah. So if if they're able to swap him for someone that maybe makes the pieces fit better, but as of right now, I don't know. If, I don't know if Boston got See, like better. I do. Now think about this. Who has a better starting five than this? Malcolm Brogdon moves to the starting five of the point. Jalen at your two. Jason Tatum at the three. Chris Stats at your stretch four. And now and Robert Williams at your five. I mean, I don't think anybody, and I think Chris Stats, no one was paying attention to. So I don't think people realize how good he, he is again. Right? There is that just, oh, well, a couple of teams gave up on him. So clearly he was, he's he not was, as good as what we thought he was. When he the left Knicks. New York. Yeah. He was injured. And then he played for the Wizards. And nobody <laughs> paid attention to the fact that he was averaging 23-9, playing good defense, and also averaged 50. Uh, his, his shooting precision was 50-39-85. Right? Like, people, like people, had, people have no idea what Chris Stapps has been over the last couple of years, what he got back to over the last couple of years. So I think Chris Stapps is back to the guy we thought he would be the first couple seasons of the Knicks. And if he's that guy... That's it's a problem. I, I fully will admit my my perception of of Porzingis is well, it didn't work with Luca. You know, like that's and like that's mm. the last we heard of him basically. And then he went and played in anonymity. In but Washington. he was hurt. He yes. still wasn't that guy yeah, yet. He was Luka. not yet what we saw with the Knicks. last season. Who was his first healthy season in, in in years for real? He played over played more games in. Than, than Joel and and, and and Giannis and like he played over 60, 65 games I believe so he's like people are gonna find out again now that he's in the spotlight oh this cat he's back <laughs> and that that just continues to deepen the east and it's not I don't know if there's yeah there is a great team if he is at his height 
there is actually that one great team now in the East if if Kristaps is everything he was a few years ago. I, I think so. And a bunch, of, again, we get into the, but a bunch of their bench players play better than even Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown down the stretch. Yeah. So if their bench players continue to develop and play well, the Celtics are going to be scary. Now let's get to the odds. Coming back, we're going to get to the odds, okay? Who are we going to pick in the Eastern Conference Finals? Who's on top? What pick do you like? Rookie of the year. We're going to go to all the odds and how the odds have changed since all these trades. You better, you bet. Sean Bell, Bill Matz. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with You Better, You Bet. Presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network.